Welcome back to the Grinder, folks. James has decided to dress up for us today. Um, <laughs> hey, man, it's actually, so look, no joke. I had to move this meeting around because I've been trying to get a meeting with a rep that's doing some serious favors for me. And I've been so crazy. I thought, the only reason I came in today was two reasons, to meet with that guy and to do this podcast. I actually took the day off, okay? So <laughs> I thought it was like a just a phone call or something. I didn't look. Almost everybody does Zooms now, right? So I didn't really think much about it. No, he shows up in a full suit. Mm. And I was like, shit. So I just walked up. I was like, hey, man, sorry to schedule Thursday. <laughs> I was like, that's what I got. So uh, anyways, yeah, so that was my meeting just a little while ago. I love it. Eugene's tennis shoes, you know? James, the king of half days. <laughs> Please. So I've planned this out for a while. I'm taking a total selfish, you know, Friday, I'm off tomorrow. And uh, like, man, it's just a simple old day. It's like a little way to reward myself. Give me something to look forward to. Okay. Well, yeah. call it whatever you want. It's a half day. Um, James. Yes. It's not just us today. It's not. Especially, you know, true and dear to my heart. Yeah. Somebody who genuinely has been just a light in my life. And so today, Miss Shannon Watkins is here, the queen of the brokerage. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's getting so deep in here, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, so Miss Shannon, uh, give us a little bit of background on you and then we will go into our usual. All right. Well, um, my name is Shannon Watkins, and I started a brokerage about three years ago, Been a real estate brokerage. Been in the industry for 23 years, and uh, man, it's just been a lot of ups and downs and a lot of life lessons, business lessons, um, and I just basically try to share everything I've done wrong because I feel like people learn from other people's mistakes through stories. So um, I think that's kind of how I built the business, just helping others to not be such a screw up. So that's me in a nutshell, I would say. I like it. And you just came out with a book, didn't you? Uh, uh, look, I Famous did. Book. Did you really? That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, that's intense, actually. That was, um, what is it, over oversold and under delivered? Like it was a process. They were like, oh man, it'll take you like three months. You get everything written. We'll have a ghostwriter tweak it, make sure it's, you know, good. Um, it took me nine months. <laughs> so, and then I'm like, look how thin it is. Like I can read this hopefully in one setting. It's little, but. I, so actually we give us the name of the book. Oh. How to build a seven-figure real estate team. Oh, cool. So, yeah. It's um and it literally is kind of start to finish how I um, you know, basically just made mistakes. I mean, literally, my any success that I do have is through mistakes. I don't think I've done one thing and it's been like, oh, that was that was easy. I was smart, like I did something right. Like it it's never happened that way for me. <laughs> And that's, I think that's, that's pretty par for the course. Like if, Hopefully. yeah, but that's also how you, that's how you gain the grit. That's how you gain uh, knowledge. Like everything that you do in life, if it was easier, it wouldn't be the same. And I think we touch base right. on that a lot. Yes, true. 
do you think that's something that <clears throat> like entrepreneurs kind of have to do? They have to fiddle with it and break it and screw it up to like really learn. Like, you know what I mean? Like if somebody's like, oh, well, the grass isn't greener over there. Well, maybe I need to actually go and look at it for myself. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe it, yeah. it feels like it's something about that curiosity, that that pursuit, like you have to kind of do your own thing with it, you know? Yeah. I'm actually reading a book right now, um, The Nine Figure Mindset. I don't know if you guys have read it, but it's, um, you know, same kind of thing, right? I mean, different in the sense of this guy's a multi-billionaire, you know, through creating a, a product. So slightly different. But when you hear like, you know, where he feels he screwed up, I'm like, you made $130 billion. I don't understand. Like <laughs> you're a yeah. screw up. Um, so I think it's interesting for most of us that are, you know, small businesses starting up our own stuff. I do think we have to learn through mistakes. I also feel a lot of the times um, entrepreneurs will go into something and then give up too quickly. Yes. And so I think, it, but that, I think that then shows that maybe they don't have the grit or they don't have the true why. Like you, for me personally, and this might not be for everyone, but if you're only doing something for money, I find it that that for me, that's not going to make me successful. It's just not. Hmm. Um, when you find that true why of why do you do anything? Why do you get up in the morning? Once you focus on that, it's so much easier to have the grit if you really care about it right? Yeah. One, one thing I tell my team, this is, this is kind of fun. So they'll, they'll come in and I'll ask them their why. And I tell them up front, do not put your family. If you put your kids, your spouse, your family on that sheet and you are failing, I'm using that against you. Because what that tells me is your family okay. must not be important enough for you to get up, go to the gym, get your button here, get to work, make the calls. I don't care if you heard no or F you 25 times. If your family is your why, it should be enough to drive you. Don't put your family there unless you're ready for me to call you out. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> I, love I don't that. know if it's working, but. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm with you though on the money piece. So I've told that story quite a few times on this podcast over the past couple of years. Addison's heard it every time, but like I got in business to make money. That was my goal. And I actually got unhappy really quick. I was just like, you know, man, I'm going to get this thing figured out. I'm going to make a lot of money. That's my focus. Like I got the equity and all this yeah. and I became so unhappy. And then I realized once I actually started seeing people under me succeed, I mean, that really gave me a drive and I realized there was so much more to it than that. I want to make more money. It's That's a scorecard, but right. that is not that is not my only motivation. And I, and I've realized right. that like, I don't cheat people. Um, right. I, I don't, I don't sell drugs or do illegal activities. So I like, to me, that's people that put money above everything else. Right. Like I don't do right. that. So why sit there and right. say money is my number one motivator, you know? Right. Yep. No, I completely agree. And I think we're always trying to better ourselves. Um, you know, right now, um, bettering myself as a business person, but also as an individual, right? Like I don't, I want to be the best version of me whenever I can. So whatever that looks like in whatever environment. Um, and I fail daily, right? Like every day, like, oh, okay, I'm not going to have a drink today. I'm not going to let these people stress me out and cause me to yeah. drink. And literally I'm probably going to have a drink like in the, yeah. <laughs> in the next half hour, yeah. but it's, 
you know, so there's things like that. I feel when you surround yourself with really good people in whatever industry you're in, there should always then be avenues to continue to grow your businesses, your relationships, and then you as a person. Well, I, and I will say, I think I have, I've been fortunate with the team I've been able to build around me, but I, I don't think I put nearly as much stock in that as I should have. Not just the fact of having people who are good at what they do, of course, but also people that you truly enjoy working with. It's a game changer. That is, that, that's more than half the misery when I have problems. I mean, we're in the business to deal with problems. If there was never a problem, never an issue, like yeah. this company probably wouldn't exist. I mean, yeah. and the bigger it gets, the bigger the problems. What makes it better is the team that's around me driving solutions and helping me figure out how to make it better. Mm-hmm. It actually could take something that was bad and truly make it fun. I mean, you really have a victory together. You know, yeah. if I have the wrong attitude on it, it's it's like they're dragging me down through the mud with them and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All my energy. There, there's a book. Um, I think it's Energy Bus. Oh, yeah, that's yep. a good book. Right. Um, Seth. I can't remember that guy's name. <sighs> yeah. It's Seth. sitting over there on my bookshelf. Grab it. Yeah, that's a great book. <laughs> but that was that was one of those things that. Uh, John Gordon. John, John Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, not Seth. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're thinking about like Seth Godin? I oh, think so. yeah. I think it's where my was going. Um, but it, it that reading that book genuinely allowed me to see so many things with my current not current team but past team members, um, where I was bringing on just anybody to the team, just trying to you know stir up that whole process and. Mm-hmm. James, I see you looking at me with the knife in my hand. I know, um, it just popped out of nowhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, it genuinely allowed me to be able to see that and start making adjustments because the attitudes that people bring into a, a, an office, a business, it, it can change everything from the customer service to the conversations that they're having to the amount of work that they are doing. Yes. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. And- and it goes down to even the the smallest part, right? Like, I feel like everyone in our company, like from an agent to a part-time staff member to an intern, they're all equally important and they have to hold those same standards. So where I think I fail with the energy bus is sometimes I'm the, the vampire, right? I'm the one who's like, I come in, ah, everybody's pissing me off. Like this, and then that energy, quickly will go to other people. But if you have, I say, but when you have those really good core people around you, they can help kind of get you out of that, right? So even us as leaders, we're going to be the vampire every once in a while, right? Let's not set ourselves up for failure and think that we're the ones that always have to be the perfect person. But we have those people around us that can come up to you and say, Shannon, you're, you're the vampire or you're being negative. Like, go outside, take a walk, take a break. Um, and then as leaders, we listen to them, right? And sometimes that's hard for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's hard for all of us, you know, yeah. because this is your baby. You have so much to do with it that it can be hard mm-hmm. to get that secondary perspective. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a two-edged sword, right? Like you you have to be the person, you always got to be cognizant of the person you're being, but you also, 
do forget sometimes that you're setting the tone for a lot of stuff and nobody else is going in there and like, hey, you got the wrong attitude today. Like you need to, you can't talk to a customer like that. You can't talk to your teammate like mm -hmm. that, but you're being the asshole that day that does that, right? So right. Um, right. I'll never forget when I was younger in my career, um, I'm very thankful. I got a wife that shoots, shoots it straight to me. And I remember complaining to her one day, I was like, nobody in this company seems like they're having any fun. Like they're, they're just all miserable. And she goes, are you having any fun? Do you think, do you think you might be the cause? Of that? And I realized I was a shitty attitude in the room. I was every day because I was stressed and I was a shitty attitude every day. It made no one feel good to come into work and be around me. And, mm -hmm. um, I got an attitude adjustment and it started help, ha helping tremendously, you know? So everybody started having a better time when the boss came in, having a good time, you know? So yeah. I agree. Yeah. And are both of you, are you guys um, outside of this, are you in like a coaching or mentor relationship? I, I know you are Addison. So it's, yes. that's sometimes the good, a good place to kind of that person let you vent. And then at least mine anyways, as soon as I'm done venting, he's like, okay, that was good. Now, what could you have done better? And I'm like, that, you know what? I don't want to think about what I could have done better right now. Yeah. I just want you to listen and agree. And when they don't, it's, that's when I grow the most. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's also the person I can completely dump on. Um, cause sometimes I'll find that I'll, I'll dump a lot quickly. Um, to, especially even my like core, you know, core staff group, I call them staff, they're, they're friends, they're family. Um, mm -hmm sometimes not realizing like they probably don't need to be dumped on that much. Um, it's not their burden to hold. And so having that outlet, that's not inside your company. Um, and even sometimes not even your spouse. Right. So, um, coaching, I think is just super important having that, that mentor that just literally you can share anything with and they hold you accountable. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten better on just trying to do techniques, like even the music I listen to going home. Like who wants their spouse or their significant other or anyone who wants to, to be at home and you show up and you're sour, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then on top of that, then spend the rest of the day, just talking about your problems at the office. Right. Yeah. I still suck at that horribly. Like, yeah. cause I do, I love my company, right? Most, most mm -hmm. people do. You love your company. <laughs> Want it to do well. It's yeah. this thing you're just constantly trying to figure out. And it's tough not to do that. Really tough. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so you know, I've warmed up, so I don't mind a completely venting now. Um, so <laughs> good. We got part, you. <laughs> yeah. So part of you know, us in a in the real estate world is we are always looking for ways to grow our industry, right? And I'm I'm sure this is for both of you as well. Um so for me, I like ancillary income and ancillary relationships. So what you have to, what I learned this morning is you have to be very careful as you're going into these joint ventures with who you are communicating with, no matter how long you've been partners in business or had a relationship, because no matter how, and I, I, I really, I know Addison and I very like-minded, I, I think, um, a huge age difference, but very much like-minded. And, um, I can only imagine James that you're the same. Um, I would, I trust that anyone that Addison hangs out with very similar. <laughs> so when I, when I realized today, like, man, sometimes people aren't really like-minded 
let, right? They might present that they are, but then they're not. And so you start trusting people, you get more comfortable with people. Um, and then guess what they do? They like screw you. <laughs> so, it sucks. So, um, so we're, we're trying to work on, um, now a mortgage company. So having like partnerships, um, which we've always had, but take it a step further and go into a joint venture. So those are proving to be much more difficult than you would think, or at least what I thought, because I have other joint ventures and they've all been relatively easy, um, structured, simple, um, not the backstabbing type relationships. Um, and I feel, and I think Addison would agree, like in my industry, I'm all about other people succeeding. I, I coach and mentor brokers right here in our area that are literal, my competition, right? I don't think everybody's that secure in their abilities and their business. Yeah. And so that's been, this is, this is a huge learning curve for me. And, um, today like the shit literally hit the fan so i don't i don't know the next steps so do either of you have joint ventures and uh any experience with uh that shit <laughs> um <clears throat> so if i can jump in there addison looks like you're ready to go hit it go ahead hit it so i am in a uh partnership on my stuff and um but you know we're, we were friends first like we've actually i worked for them years ago we stayed friends well after I worked for them and they came back together and joined. Um, at the beginning, I thought we might end up fist fighting in the parking lot. <laughs> but okay. it was from a good, honest, sincere place. It wasn't because somebody was right. taking advantage of the other. So I've been very okay. fortunate there. And then we've realized our differences have made us stronger. But I say that, you know, it's kind of interesting. You're talking about like-minded. I want everybody listening to, to think about this. There is a big difference between differences and then like-minded. Our end result or what we were trying to achieve was the same. Our thought process and our paths to get there were different, but we still had the same mindset of where we were trying to go. And that's, to me, that was still like-minded. We were like-minded as you were putting it. We just had different thoughts on the way, the best route to do it or mm -hmm. what our process should be. And that's where we butt heads. And then we realized, hey, our differences in process is going to marry together and we're going to mm -hmm. find, we're going to crush it because of it. So right. um, I don't, I don't have a lot of feedback on as far as uh, I've been fortunate. Nobody, nobody has screwed me that I was partners with. Right. And on the like mind is I agree with what you're saying, but I think there is this other level of like the morality and ethics yeah. of like how you believe in treating people. Um, it, like I'm an open book, like, and I will trust fully and completely. The second you screw me over, I am done. Like you, you don't get back. There's no yeah. coming back. I might forgive you and I might cordial and we can talk. <laughs> you are never back in. Yeah. And that's, that's probably a fault in my personality, but right now I'm just like, I'm literally trying to figure out, like, I thought I had a really good relationship with this person for over 10 years, but then he took something that I said, and it has like, it, it's a fire, like it's bad. It's real bad. So yeah. now I'm just like, okay, where do I go from here? And like, 
I'm it it makes me want to go all in Mm. I'm like it it, I will and I and this is another fault my personality so this is real raw I am um tell me I can't do something or try to stand in my way because guess what I will succeed and I will take you down like I am no and that's where I'm at today and again this just I, this all just came to light a couple hours ago. So I'm real still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what though? I, I love the fuel, right? Yeah. Like, um, and I'm with you back to the morality of stuff, wh- where it's at. Like, are you good people? Um, that that makes that makes a huge difference. I will say though, like I said, I've never had the issue with a partner. I've had s- some form of relationship in some way, trusted mm-hmm. someone, of course, right? They they took my money, whatever, did me mm-hmm. wrong. I I will say in the grand scheme of things, if it was a cheaper number or early in the relationship, whatever it was, I always Uh go, man, great. It only cost me five grand or three grand or whatever this case or this time to Mm -hmm. find out their shit bag. Great. That was a cheap cost compared to where it could have been down the road. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe I feed myself a line to feel better. But my my thing is I'm always like seeing the silver lining, even sometimes probably when I shouldn't. But I'm with you. I literally, if somebody's out, I just like, it's almost like I forget them. Like they're a stranger, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't want anything bad to happen to a stranger. They're just a stranger. They mean nothing to me. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah. So (laughs) what's your take on that, Addison? Well, we both know, you and I both know that there has been a lot of change in my current life. Um. And I think a lot of it does come from there's a certain level of trust, loyalty that you give to people, right? I'm similar to Shannon. It's you're in, you're in, and you will be fully involved with everything that is going on. It'll be open. It'll be a full conversation. It'll be everything that you need because I want to see you succeed as well as myself. Um, and sometimes you do get burned on that. And the moment, like very similar to both of you, as, as soon as it's done, it's done. Like it, there, there is no alternative yeah. to that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that comes from being able to understand yourself and being able to understand where your boundaries are and where you are willing to go and where you're not willing to go. So yeah. I, when, when people show their colors in these instances, it's... Mm-hmm. It's exactly that. I mean, you are seeing the true inner piece of who they are. And then you have to make a judgment call where you want to be with that. And so similar to where James was at, like it's better for it to happen now than for another 10 years, Shannon, down the road, and you'd be highly, highly invested. And And so I think a lot of things in life do happen there's connections that are made. There are things that happen in life that are purposeful, right? Mm-hmm. They have to be uh, yeah. because the alternative would be catastrophic. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it, I think you take it as it is and take it for what it is, take the person mm-hmm. for who they are, and then you make a judgment call based off of that. So yeah. It's 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 definitely an interesting, interesting concept that... Mm-hmm. 
funny. It's not funny, but it is interesting for you to be in the place that you are because James and I have both just come off of, you know, other situations or I have been, uh-huh. been involved in it. So it's, 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 it's cool to see that everybody as, as separate and individual, um, uh, separate and individuals that we are, there's so many things that happen in life that are similar that we just don't connect the pieces to mm-hmm. with other people. Yeah. I think that's because a lot of times we don't share, right? Yeah. Like in general, it's, you, you're either constantly on the go or when you do kind of get the break, it's like, I don't want to talk about it. I, let's do something different or, or you're embarrassed, right? Like for me, I, I don't get embarrassed easily, but there will be times that I can look back or there are, have been times I can look back and I'm like, man, I was stupid. Like, this isn't just like, I, I didn't just make a mistake. I was stupid. Like, uh, and it's, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but when you can kind of t- turn that, and again, right now this is still raw, but when you can turn it and learn from it and then help others learn from it, you know, I feel like that's, that's my win. Um, I just know that I want to be more, I want to be more successful. I want to do more. I want to, I want to see like one of my, um, my goals is that my, every single person on my executive staff is at a hundred thousand. That's, that's their salary by the end of 2025. Right. So that's my motive. And that's like what I want to go after. So I I feel like I start setting these ancillary businesses up and all this stuff. So all of them can grow and all of them have like investment opportunities to hit those numbers. And so I feel like someone, this person's literally come in and like took that, not just from me, but from the people I care about. That's where I'm like, Mm -hmm. make me mad, you know, make me mad again. But, um, so, so trying to get over that and use it as fuel to make sure that they're not going to hinder what I have planned. Yeah. Right. So again, it's raw. It's just raw today. Raw. Yeah, no, that's, that's uh, deep. And I'm, I'll tell you, man, it's, it's a whole nother level when you, it's like one thing that's when messes with you when they feel like they're messing with your folks and the promise mm-hmm. you, then it's like making you look bad in the promises you make. And the commitments mm-hmm. you're trying to uphold it's a whole nother oh world. and my staff doesn't know about that so don't bleep that out don't let them i'll tell them not to listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to know that <laughs> uh, that much yeah that's easy but that's, maybe they'll all get on board a little quicker <laughs> yeah that, that's probably yeah, there you go yeah you have, you have some very dedicated folks they'll be like oh that's right <laughs> yeah but that's uh, there, there's so much to you know business personal life um you know there, there's so many things that we have got to start seeing as as putting them together right because as separate as business and personal are there's so many um in so many ways it's the same right because how you treat right. people in your personal life how you treat people in your business there's always going to be that connect um mm-hmm. and the alternative to, I guess, separating separating them, so dis or, or distancing distancing them um, creates creates turmoil in, in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Very similar. But, you know, I think there's, yeah. there's, there's wisdom that comes with <clears throat> over time and wisdom to me can only be built one way. And that's, that's through the experiences and the trials and the wins and all that, like that, that is, that's how it's, that's how you get wisdom. You know, you can get a mm -hmm. lot of knowledge from others, but there is, there is things that have to come through a certain process. You have to experience it, you know, mm -hmm. like how can Shannon feel confident in writing a book that literally outlines, I'm making some assumptions, right? But it's, it's as much of a blueprint as you could give people to help them, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of nuggets people can take out of there. But she didn't hesitate to do that because number one, she believes in helping people. And it makes her feel good to help people, right? But right. number two, like you, you, you will take, if you take everything she says in that book, there's no doubt it will help you, but there are certain pieces that you're just going to have to experience it to make it mm -hmm. build that wisdom that she's trying yeah. to do so well with spelling out in that book. Definitely. And you have to have like your own um, mistakes, right? It's not going to remove mistakes. Um, it's just, hey, you can avoid this one. You're probably going to create another one, right? Yeah. And, but, but finding the right people still, it, it's probably the hardest part being a business owner, I think finding the right people is literally the hardest, hardest thing that we have to do. And then leading those people. And I still don't think I have that down. Like I still fail at that, right? So it's like that leadership portion, I think is probably becomes the second most difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So first you pick all the wrong people. And then, and then you finally get the right people and you're hesitant and you're scared yeah. and you're like, Oh, I don't know. Can I really trust them? And then hopefully you can end up trusting them. And then hopefully they don't screw you over. Well, I will tell you, somebody comes in here and they're like really thanking me for something I did. One of my people that deserve it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I still don't do enough for them. Um, or they make a big mistake and we move on pretty quick from it. And they're like mm -hmm. thanking me. I'm like, look, you, you, I've said this many times and I will not say that. I'm like, look, one of these days I'm going to disappoint you. One of these days mm -hmm. I'm going to let you down. And I need you to remember that. Like this is reciprocating. Mm -hmm. It's, it's going right. to, and you need to be aware of it. And cause it may take yeah. a minute to realize it, you know? Right. That's really good. And, and it's kind of reminding them that we're all people. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm held to do one thing and you're held to do something different, but we are. We are all human. We are going yeah. to mess up. Um, yeah. yeah, that's really good. Maybe I should even say that to the person. <laughs> but I mean, Maybe. it is one of those things, right? It yeah. is it's yeah. something to, to consider. Yeah. Well. yeah. So, um, so Asim, what do you have going on that's like big right now? Big. Um, we are starting up recruitment again. Um, now yeah, that come on. Yeah, so I've, now that I've got the the structure and the foundation that I've wanted for so long, uh, yep. everybody's moving in the same, you know, row, I guess. Uh -huh. And so that's starting up the recruitment again. Um, Good. I think now that we have a solidified, I knew the process was good and I knew mm -hmm. the systems were good. It was, I needed people to implement those systems and then to be able mm -hmm. to show that at a higher level. Um, yeah, and now that we have that, so that's that's the main thing. Awesome. Focus. Awesome. Well, you of course let us know how we can help, um, because that's good. Um, anything on the? Are you going to do anything more on on that north side? 
Yeah. So that's okay. that's the next step. Um, okay. I was in the process of of working on the recruitment up there, uh, mm -hmm. and there was a few things that changed. Obviously, the building of the the south side situation needed to be squared away, and then now the focus is that. So I think okay. that you and I will have more conversations coming up very soon. Yep. Just yes. Crazy. Yes, perfect. Because because uh, we're trying to do something up there too, and and we've got some plans for expansion. We've okay. got um, Tennessee, South Carolina, Florida, and Alabama licensing all in the works. Okay. Yeah. There's so many things that we have. We have got to catch up. I know. I know. <laughs> and we will. Off uh, off screen, so we don't get uh, in trouble. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Because I'm afraid I'll say something. And then people will be like, you said you were going to do this. And I'm like, it was like, we were talking about doing it. <laughs> doing it today. Unrecorded. <laughs> I'll forget. Yeah. Um, what about you, James? What you got big going on? Man, you know me. I'm just over here shifting around the peanuts. I can't keep up with you folks. Uh, we just, you know, trying to get uh, get some stuff together. We got, um, our main goal is, so one of the things I try to do in my business, so it's insurance, and I try to think of it as, this is kind of weird. I hope this makes sense. But one of the main things I constantly do is try to think of it as not insurance. Like we're looking at a problem or overall, my thing's always about flow. What's the client experience like? What's How do things flow through the systems? And then I try to take a step back. I'm like, what if we manufactured something? What if we manufactured hats, right? Like, would I have people doing work this way? Now, we don't make hats. It is different. But it makes me start thinking about the process of where there's a breakdown, right? Like my sales team, if I was making a product in manufacturing, would I have my sales team go out and find the raw product, then gather the raw product, then process the raw product, then put it on a conveyor belt, build it, and then go out and sell it, oh, and warranty it? Probably not. That probably wouldn't be very efficient. So like, why do I have my sales team doing that on the insurance side? You know, and always looking at how that can flow and move better. Um, I mean, that's where I try to live daily. I got to write that down. That was really good. Well, thank you. So um, it is not a perfect process. We are always working on it. But, uh, you know, man, and, and truthfully, last thing I'm doing is I'm really building out my middle management team is delegating. I got to learn to get the hell out of the way. Just get the hell out of the way on stuff I don't need to be doing. <laughs> and um, it's funny. My wife's in the office over here right beside me right now. And her head was really bobbing up and down and shaking. <laughs> yes. Like get the hell out of the way. You're in the way constantly. So um, I can, I'm the problem, but I can be the solution too. Um, and I'm a lot of times now when problems come up, I'm like, is this a problem I should deal with? I already got my finger in the pie. Well, let me get it out of there and let me get the person who should be on it. So that's where I'm at right now. I, I love the fact it, if I ever get too confident, it's not hard for me to get humbled in this place really fast <laughs> for the things we can do better, the ways that I can be a lot smarter. So yeah, uh, that's, that's good. Yesterday, I think was the very first time um, that literally there was a conversation going on and I walked into it and I could tell both staff people were stressed and I was like what so what's going on literally Meredith she's our um, compliance officer she looked at me and she said if you are needed I will call you walk away Ooh. and I was like and at first I was like what, what uh but then I was like okay yeah you're right because you know what I pay you I pay you to do that yeah. and I need to trust you and and so but I, I literally walked straight to my car and I was like that felt 
that felt some kind of way. Like that was weird. And it was like very, very thankful, but it was, it was new and it was different. So I liked it. But there's, there's so many reasons why we have people in place. And I think as, as the top, you start because you've done everything on your own for so long and you've always been this specific person who is able to, to fix the things that are going on. It's sometimes it can be difficult. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and trying to remember as much as I keep saying it's my baby it was my blood and sweat and tears and like it, it literally had to start with someone and that ends up being me right so mm-hmm. remembering that these people that have been with me for you know years years I mean Carla's been with me since 2012 right like that's a long time Meredith 2013 they're here for a reason. They're not going anywhere. I need to trust them and, and feel good about it. And I don't, I don't know why that's difficult. Yeah. I I don't know if it's protection. Like maybe there's a little bit there that I want to even protect them. Mm -hmm. Um, like if I make the mistake, it's me. If you make the mistake, I'm like, Oh, then I, I feel worse. Yeah. Um, cause I feel like I didn't do the right things. Like I didn't lead you correctly. I didn't express what I was looking for correctly. I always take the blame, um, internally always. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's, it was, it was a first, it was a first. So <laughs> see, maybe there'll be more going, going, just touching base on that. That was a good eval of just like yourself. That was, that was really good because yeah. To be able to break that down takes self-awareness. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's a big piece. It's the first step, right? If I can admit it, then I got to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Shannon, anything big popping on your end? Yeah, just growing and just re- really wanting to expand the brokerage and wanting to, you know, have these ancillary businesses in place. So we all are bettered by them. So that's, that's our big thing right now you know? I like it. Well, let me know if there's anything that I can partner with, help with, assist with. Definitely. Let's get a lunch or something on the calendar soon so we can uh, get ready for 2024. All right. Hey, uh, Shannon, yeah, yeah, wrapping up. So, you know, this podcast is about what we call tier one, wall one. You're talking about building and growing a business, your baby, right? You got any just parting, you've, you've brought a ton of wisdom, all these nuggets, but do you have just a parting word of wisdom you would say to someone who's talking about bringing on those first staff members or making that next milestone, making that jump that just scares the hell out of them? Yes. And actually this hit home this week. Um, everyone has heard hire, slow, fire, fast. I completely different. I disagree completely. Hire fast and just fire just as fast right like don't because people are great at interviewing Mm -hmm. right like there are really amazing people that are great at interviewing so know what you need know that know what you suck at hire what you suck at hire fast get it off your plate you will know if within about three to four weeks if you made a bad decision what's the worst that happens right you're out a month's salary for someone fire them. That's it. That um, sounds harsh. Gosh, yeah. can you make that sound softer? <laughs> yeah, I, I can edit a few things, but no, but genuinely, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's such a good point. 
And we, I think, I think we'd lose track of that as well. Right. Yeah. You, I think, yeah. Well, if you go the whole higher, slow route, people that are already afraid to hire or nervous, you're going to just keep kicking that ball down the field and you're never going to do it. Right. Just get out of your own way, hire. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to hire the wrong person. It is not the end of the world. And, and don't get so attached to that person that all of a sudden you're like worrying about them and their family. Go into it. Hey, let's, let's see how this works. Here's my expectations. Yeah. And then just end it if it doesn't work. I, I guarantee you. So I, I'm guilty of that. I guarantee you anybody listening to that thinks that's harsh. But if you drew that line in the set and said, okay, hey, they got 30 days and 30 days, I'm making a decision. And if it doesn't meet this, this, and this, I'm out. I guarantee you their ass would have a better list of what they want out of somebody. They would express it better in the interview because you're holding your own feet to the fire. That's really exactly. good. Yep, exactly. You, yeah. you said that so much better. No, I did not. No, you put it perfect. <laughs> I over talk stuff. That's why Addison has me on here. <laughs> Makes things a little bit easier for me. Yeah. Um, so Shannon, where can people find you? Instagram, Facebook, any social medias you want to plug? Addison, you know, I don't know that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> what is Shannon your... Sells Team? Uh, my personal is Shannon Watkins, obviously, but um, Shannon Sells Team and Watkins Real Estate Associates are, are two on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And I will put those below. So if anybody is uh, looking for Shannon, okay. you'll be able to find them. Hey, and if awesome. you get in real estate, are you trying to grow in real estate? It sounds to me like you need to buy the damn book too. Definitely. Definitely okay. buy the book. And if you're starting out in real estate, you need a team. You need to call Addison because he's got an amazing one and he is with an amazing brokerage. So, you know. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, and we will put the link below for the book as well. So it'll take you to Amazon. Do you want us to do any direct links or just Amazon? Oh, Amazon's fine. You cool. ask me all these questions I know nothing about. I have the right people in the right place for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we'll get that situated and taken care of. Uh, James, as usual, do you think? Grind her out. <laughs>